You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hi, guys. It's Friday afternoon. Am and I are getting ready for our trip to Austin. And we just found out that our flight is delayed just a short period of about three hours. So we found a little corner of the airport to just chat because we're both having like the weirdest possible day of our existence. <laughs> just all in one. <laughs> just all wrapped into one cute little day. <laughs> so, um, and we had some, some interesting things happen last week too that we'll recap a little bit about. Yeah. yeah. So say hi, Ann. Hi. <laughs> She's looking really good today. <laughs> Along with me. Things are a little rough um, for us looks wise. I just discovered um, a new hair trick that Amberly shared with me, which is using, is it called Cake Face? Yeah. It's called Cake Face, which is a natural baby powder. Made in New Orleans. Made in New Orleans. Made with all natural ingredients. No preservatives, no fillers, just essential oils. And what's the powder? It's, uh, is it, it's not almond flour. What is it? No. It's tapioca. I tried that first. That did not work. <laughs> that was like sand in your hair. That was disgusting. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, um, arrowroot. It's arrowroot. arrowroot. Right. And tapioca starch, I, I believe. Right. Yeah. So... Just a little recap on the hair powder. Um, and first, just gave like a little nonchalant. I use, you know, my hair, first of all, Amberly's hair looks like, um, like what people purchase for like millions of dollars as a wig. <laughs> it looks so fake. Um, anyway, so she said, oh yeah, I just use like almond flour and flowers and, you know, just like keeps my hair fresh. So... On day number two of my Italian head being, like, super, <laughs> super oily, I was like, okay, like, I'm just going to go in my pantry and find almond flour, <laughs> coconut flour, and just, like, put it on my head. Because that's the I, – I know of everyone using dry shampoos, but it's just not something that I would normally use because I know that it has so much toxicity in it, like the normal ones. So I was like, okay, great. I have a solution now. I'm going to go in my pantry where I have – every type of like gluten-free flour you could ever possibly imagine because I'm just I just have that in stock ready to go so um <laughs> Amberly was picking me up for carpool <laughs> and I was like Am look at my hair I put the flour in it and it literally looked like I had just gotten back from a beach where like a seven-year-old took a handful <laughs> of like white sand and it was just like I'm gonna build a castle on top of your head that's what it looked like because I used corn flour, almond flour, and it smelled like you could like you fry a fish on the head, like like Mexican food. Yeah, that's the first time you're saying this. 
So thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So okay. the uh, natural girl way <laughs> is to buy the cake face baby powder and use that because it actually does work really well. But anyway, I have a shit ton of that in my hair and I'm never going to wash my hair again because it makes your hair look full and fluffy and... Now you know my secret. It's the my, best ever. Yeah, my hair secret. My wig. My weave secret. You have a lot of other secrets to your hair because your hair is like incredible. But you're not going to reveal all of them. I know you too well. No, you won't. Yeah, I can. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't? You, you want to know? Of course. You want to know all my hair secrets? Yeah. You want to them? Yeah. So... Yeah, we're going to call this like the, the uh, natural girl beauty tip 101 podcast okay this is where we're going now we're gonna go somewhere else later okay this is good for now okay so uh first and foremost I (laughs) (laughs) people always ask me like how do you have such you know long hair without (laughs) extensions or whatever I always expose my head to sunshine and which actually um it promotes a lot of oxygen to the roots yeah to the Mm -hmm. roots and um and then also fruit coconut oil raw honey all that stuff adds up to eating it and and protein yeah Mm -hmm. and like real wholesome protein options too so all those things add up but the beauty tips that i do for my hair would be i wash my hair with coconut oil like just slather it on mm-hmm. in the roots and just uh, get every single aspect of my scalp covered. In. Do you wet it first? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I wet it. So like I'll, I'll do this in the shower while I'm in mm-hmm. the shower and I will slather it all through my roots and then I use a shampoo called Pure Dior, I believe. It, it's P-U-R-D apostrophe mm-hmm. A something, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. Okay. But it's essential oils, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> and uh, so that kind of strips the saturated oil in your hair mm-hmm. a little bit. And then I use the same conditioner, which is like a, a lavender mm-hmm. essential oil conditioner. And then uh, I blow it dry. Then I take it in my hand like a ponytail and uh-huh. twist it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then sleep on it. And then I wake up in the morning and it just falls. Yeah. To how it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I use a curling iron, but rarely. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I do with my hair. And then I don't brush it or, or wash it for another like seven days until I shower again. I don't brush my hair like ever. Well, I shower every day. I take a body shower every day, but I uh, brush. I don't brush my hair very often. Like at all. Yeah. Do you brush your hair? No. Yeah. I, I only brush my hair before I get in the shower. Just to like get, oh. get blood flowing mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. And get the tangles out. So mm-hmm. it's not so like hard to do when I am trying to condition it. Yeah. Um, well, but curly hair tip, you can't, you're not, like you just should not brush your hair. If your hair is curly like mine. Just my hair is curly. Not like mine. Yeah. No. You don't have ringlets. I do. You have Italian ringlets at the base of your neck that collect into like dreadlocks. That doesn't happen mm, to you. Sometimes. Yeah, I Amber, do. Like, that doesn't happen to you. Let's be real. My sister thinks I'm a Rastafarian. <laughs> so. You are. I am. Yeah. 
So that's a cute little beauty, uh, natural beauty hair tip 101 for today. Um, <laughs> we really should give you guys a picture of what is actually transpiring in our life at this moment because we are sitting at the furthest possible terminal to human existence. I think this part of the airport's like shut down pretty much. I don't think that this, that anyone knows that this it. exists. Yeah. So pretty much we're in at a the, we're, black hole. Yeah. <laughs> we're at the furthest point from anyone's eyes or ears besides our own. It's actually the terminal in case something happens to us is um, <laughs> B12, like the vitamin. In New Orleans. We're in New Orleans. We're at MSY. We are in like a little seated area that's facing outside. There are no think, seats behind us. I it's, think the bench is broken, actually. It's it's rocking. We're so pretty much in a storage chair. unit. We're in a storage unit, basically. Connected it, to the It looks airport. like we're in an 18-wheeler. It's <laughs> that yeah. narrow. And, um, yeah. So, the f we started getting signs that this was a good spot for us when... Amber, you were seeing, Amberly was seeing some things, some lights in, in front of her eyes, which sounds really normal. Um, I saw a beaded heart on the ground, which is a little bit more physical, and I was like, okay, I think we're, like, semi-safe. Um, but you were seeing lights. Yeah, like blue light. Blue lights, yeah. From? From the Pleiadians. That's what you think, right? Yeah, that that's always my association. Every time I see blue lights, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, the Pleiadian aliens are here. Mm -hmm. And it, it is reassuring, and that's just always my association. And when I'm thinking about it, I'll see blue lights, and I'm like, okay, well, that must mean... Mm -hmm. that, I mean, it's just my communication with them. Mm -hmm. So should I be someone who thinks that someone like Amberly is crazy? Which I'm not, because I don't think you're crazy. Yeah. Um, this would have been... Probably something that would have literally blown me out of my mind. So, Amberly's been saying all, all day, like the whole way here, I'm just like not seeing properly. I'm just seeing a lot of blue lights. You know, our association, association with aliens, this being normally like the color associated with Pleiadians. So, I'm just kind of taking it lightly that because, I mean, we, we talk about these things regularly. It's not, it's not too shocking for us. Um, so I come in our little storage unit corner of the airport and start setting up the podcast equipment because what else are we going to do for three hours? <laughs> I open my laptop, I plug in my laptop, I plug in the microphone, and what starts playing out of my computer with no prompt from me? My Palladian reading from Wendy Kennedy. Yeah. Which has never been played on my computer. No. Which was not saved on my computer. None of my music playing apps were even opened. Yeah. It was legitimately that my computer was taken over by someone who was trying to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to look at it. Yeah. It was the... It was... I would say one of the oddest things that's ever happened to me in none, my entire life. None of your apps were even open. Like your none. iTunes app that it was playing through, it was not even open. It wasn't on, on screen. Your, yeah. There was no sign on your computer that anything was actually playing. Right. But we were hearing it. Right. Clearly from your computer. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So Amberly is like somewhat technology enabled. 
like just not like enabled or disabled. Like, disabled. Like I'm technolog technologically challenged. Yes, that's who you are. Some days, some days I'm a rock star and well, I'm better than you. That's just like not about your your knowledge and your brain. It's just about like the capacity to actually facilitate things. Mm -hmm. The knowledge in your brain for technology is just not there. Let's just be real about it. So um, you're so nice. You know. <laughs> True so, friends right there will but, tell you the truth. But my, my information base regarding technology is a little bit wider. So coming from me, there's no reason why this recording should have been playing. It was hijacked. None. Yeah. So that's when we immediately needed to start recording because we are both feeling so connected. And it's, mo it's probably because of what we are about to do in Austin, which is so major and so um, impactful, I think, in our lives that we're just, we're getting affirmed, we're getting uh, communicated with, and so I love talking about this openly because I think that many people are probably in the same situation regularly, and most people don't give it enough um, acknowledgement that that is actually what is happening, that mm -hmm. their decisions when they're moving forward are things that are being affirmed by beings outside of themselves or that they're being communicated with through thoughts in their minds or, like, things out of the corner of their eyes or their peripherals or things like that. But, I mean, it's, there's no denying. There's mm -hmm. no denying that this is happening. Yeah, well, as I was seeing the lights, I was like, I still judge myself sometimes. I'm like, okay, I'm going crazy. This is nuts. Like, mm -hmm. I, why am I seeing blue lights? And I, like, have trouble with it, but you draw it out of me because you're like, what, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just so off today. I just feel like I'm my brain's kind of hijacked or my vision's hijacked a little bit. And I was like, okay, no, this isn't happening. And if we were questioning it, there is no question in my mind now that they they were like, how much more clear can we get? Mm -hmm. Like, here you go. We're going to communicate right. with you, like, verbally right now. <laughs> so, anyway, it's just nuts. It, but this this is how our, our life is we're, at the same time. It's, it's like true. I still am, just because of, like, who I was a few years ago, which was somebody who would never believe in this stuff, mm -hmm. um, or even, you know, I would actually think that we were crazy. And so there's still half of me that's like, are we going nuts? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, no, because there's so much validation so, right. and support and support and just all the phenomenal things that have been happening in our lives. And the, you know, even though it sounds crazy and it might even be a little crazy, it's still so invigorating and mm -hmm. helping so many people so it's like okay let's just go with it yeah so anyway which is always the message of everything right like mm -hmm. something that is being presented to you mm -hmm. like go with it yeah don't question it like yeah. and it's never a wrong decision right yeah you have to just trust mm -hmm. which is difficult sometimes but really trusting and and trusting your gut and living in the flow has let a lot of things flood into our lives and things that I would have judged as well that would never happen or mm -hmm. that's not possible or I can't do that who am I to do that 
But then trusting and really going with it, which is a very accelerated pace of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can be scary sometimes, but it's so rewarding at the same time. I would not change anything. Now that I'm living in the flow, mm-hmm. it's, I would never go back to living in fear. Right. I always trust that something's going to work out. Right. Yeah. And I feel exactly the same way, but I'm so fortunate and happy to have people like you in my life because in times when you do question, mm-hmm. you can always find validation for the opposite as well. Definitely. That's such a good point. Like, yeah. If, like, should, that's why it's so important to evaluate your support system and people that you surround yourself with and the, the books and the media and everything, like, making conscious decisions about what surrounds you is so incredibly important because you're tested every single day. Yeah. You can just as easily be brought into the negative as you can be brought into the positive Mm -hmm. and awakened and conscious way of living. So, um, yeah. I wanted also to talk a little bit about, because Sitting in our storage unit, my <laughs> hands are vibrating. I yeah. feel actual physical signs of something about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, I felt that when I was getting my Palladian reading, I felt, and the first time that I felt it, the sh- like undeniably strong mm-hmm. was when you tried to reconnect me. <laughs> really? Yes. That's, yes. Remember? I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was like, Amberly, my hands, it feels like there are rainbows coming out of my hands, vibrations coming out of my was hands. Was this in Houston? No, this was, okay, this was at Raw Republic one day. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Remember I texted yeah. you and I was like, I want to feel like this all the time. Yes, I do remember. I never wanted to go away. Okay. I, I felt the vibrations so strongly, they would be amplified when I would go into the meditation room, and regardless, it was just that I felt that there was a power coming mm-hmm off of my hands Mm -hmm. okay so I want to give people an idea of what we're about to do in Austin even though we really don't know (laughs) what's about to happen in Austin yeah because it's so it's it's why today is so crazy Mm -hmm. because we're tapping into what's about to happen because technically time doesn't exist so we've technically already experienced this So we're just tapping into the field that we've already experienced and integrating. Yeah, and integrating it, and we're like freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because we're so excited. Yeah. Okay. So just to give a little rundown on reconnection. So reconnection was created by Dr. Eric Pearl, mm-hmm. or it was it was commercialized by Dr. Eric Pearl potentially. He was mm-hmm. given this. gift of healing Mm -hmm. through someone else yes and then created the healing program surrounding it to teach it to other people to create more healers which Mm -hmm. is amazing which is what every spiritual teacher and director and healer does normally unless they're just practicing every day Mm -hmm. um they're usually trying to teach other people how to heal because it's their life mission to heal Mm -hmm. more so dr eric pearl was and why don't you actually give because you actually read the book (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I just like asked for this for my birthday and was like am's going so <laughs> actually I'm going yeah definitely yeah. because when Amber okay just give a rundown Amberly <laughs> okay. say what it is so the reconnection works with your meridian lines in your body which are 
um, kind of like, you can say like telephone wires almost that you can't necessarily see with your physical eyes, but you can see with your third eye vision. And they are uh, little electrical currents that run throughout your body that are connected to your chakra system, uh, every organ in your body, uh, your aura, everything. So if you tap into reconnective healing, it is pretty much restoring the meridian lines in the body and hooking up your meridian grid to the meridian grid that surrounds and encapsulates the earth. So we used to all be so connected to the earth mm -hmm. and just with so many different things these days um, with you know toxins, pesticides, Wi-Fi, radio waves, everything. It's Negativity. Just kind of, yeah, it's just kind of disconnected us. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's called the reconnection because it's reconnecting your meridian grid up to the meridian mm -hmm. grid of the earth. Mm -hmm. So having that connection is going to amplify your ability to tap into information that's out in the universe, um, be able to you know, facilitate healings and other people's mm -hmm. physical bodies, their energetic body, uh, so many different things. So there are a lot of uh, benefits of reconnecting your meridian lines to the earth. Okay, so reconnection also, okay, so healers that are practicing reconnection are generally, have generally undergone the same process that Dr. Eric Pearl was, has, had undergone, which is that connection to then connect others. Right. So Amberly had someone here in New Orleans give her the reconnection, mm -hmm. and then you tried to mimic that on me. Yeah, I just kind of made it up and yeah. tapped into the, the field of the person who gave it to me. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make this a thing. This yeah. is going to work. And it did. It did. <laughs> I have like a half-assed connection yeah. to the reconnection. But it's still Maria. powerful. So, But I, I felt it so strongly. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. I, and I was messaging Amberly and just saying right after that, like, holy hell, this is, it's so undeniable, that connection. And... I have had many, many Reiki sessions before, and I've had many readings before. I've had all kinds of energy work from all kinds of different people, from healing touch to Reiki, whatever. Um, those processes have always been very relaxing. They've been very meditative. They've been processes that I know can connect me to my higher self, to my guidance system to divine integration and divine communication, but there is a very different feeling in utilizing the reconnective power versus other energy and healing modalities. But also, so the reconnection is connected to the Pleiadians, actually. Mm -hmm. It's a Pleiadian energy. So it makes sense that it would be so strong in you because I think you are a Pleiadian <laughs> alien. Like, you are. So I'm just kind of trying to reconnect you back to your family. <laughs> so I have, like, a half, half connection to my family. I yeah. can feel, like, sparking up every once in a while. Sitting in our storage unit corner of the airport, I do feel, I feel yeah. like the vibration is coming back. And yeah. it's, I, we talk about this all the time. Like once you say yes to something and once you show up for something, that's like 
when you are reaffirmed that something starts to happen at this moment a yellow butterfly just flew right in front of this desolate airport <laughs> for some reason that literally just happened yeah so yeah showing up and and taking one step in front of the other and it it's going off of what Amberly just said about um you know not what did you just say about you looking like a Pleiadian. I, I was just looking at the butterfly and I forgot what I was saying. That's like the definition of ADD. <laughs> You're like, oh, look, butterflies. What's happening? What was I saying right before that? About the Pleiadians? No. Saying yes. Showing oh, saying up. It. Yeah. Living in the flow. Oh, yeah. this is what I was saying. Amberly saying that there is no time and space. So when you say yes to something very physical, like Amberly and I have bought a plane ticket, we think. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> We've like bought our ticket to reconnection. We are going to experience this. So we've said yes. We've said on the physical plane, like this is what's happening. That is when the universe around you can start giving you insight into what is going to happen because we've said yes. Whereas there are many different options that we could have taken this weekend. There are many, there's always free will. That's the, that's the beauty of living on this planet at this time is that we all have free will to do whatever it is that we want to do. But taking action is what allows your guidance system and your support system to begin communicating with you and giving you more insight to just continue taking action after action after action. You know, a lot of people live in a state of fear where they are unable to take action and unable to step forward into things that they're inspired by and to take action to make um, moves. And if there's anything that you get from this really weird podcast recorded in the basement <laughs> pretty much yeah. of this airport, it's that no action is a wrong action. Yeah, I really feel mm -hmm. that. I used to get paralyzed in my life when I would think of things that I should be doing, quote right. unquote, should. And then I realized only recently that there is no should. Whatever you choose is what you're supposed to experience. And regardless of whether you want to label it bad or good, it doesn't matter. It's still what you're supposed to, well, <laughs> there's the supposed to um, it's still what you're experiencing and, and mm -hmm. that is I feel meant to happen regardless mm -hmm. uh, I also used to live a little bit in fear and not take the action portion of it and would you know seek out mediums and psychics and guides and and they would say oh yeah your guides are saying this 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 and I would expect it to just show up at my door because I thought it was meant to be anyway and and I didn't have to necessarily take the scary actions to do it. Mm -hmm. But then I realized I, I had to meet them halfway. Yeah. So I knew that the universe was going to support me regardless. And I need to do something to kind of meet them halfway mm -hmm. and, and take action. And the little action that I took, it took me so far that there were more and more things popping up for me. <laughs> There's a plane, but traveling for us. <laughs> this gets weirder and weirder. But if you can still hear me, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> so 
the okay yes it shut off so uh so i started taking action the little action that i took the universe was so supportive of me and things started showing up in my reality to like oh do this almost effortlessly and I asked for signs of confirmation and, and affirmations and different things like that. And uh, it really just, I've seen my life take off in so many ways by um, going within and really getting in touch with myself and what it is that I feel is true guidance and then taking action from that point and then expecting the universe to put things into my reality as signs and symbols to take action in certain directions and it's been amazing what was an example of something scary that you had to do go to beverly hills <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of the scariest things yeah i couldn't believe that that scared you okay well <laughs> i it's not something but i'm very like i like to plan things but some for the most part like mm -hmm. a big trip i would love to plan it but after my, uh, oh, Giselle, you all have met Giselle. Mm -hmm. She got in touch with my guides and they were like, you need to make a trip to California like this weekend. This was on, what was it Tuesday? And I was supposed to leave Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way in hell I am booking a flight to LA and just going there for four days and just figuring it out. Like there's no way there's no way mm -hmm. and not seeing how any of it could work out with work uh finances and just everything i was just you know no way so you sheena mm -hmm. actually helped me and you were like oh yeah no that's a definite yes you're definitely going and i'm like wait no i was telling you like isn't that crazy like i would never do that and you were like no like we're booking your flight right now you look for flights Pretty much booked it for me, mm -hmm. and I was still in denial the whole entire time, mm -hmm. and even after you booked it. Yeah. And until you got on the plane. Until I got on the plane. Yeah, seriously. I was like, I had, like, I was running to the bathroom that morning. I was like, there's no <laughs> way I'm getting on this plane. Like, what the F am I doing? Because uh, I didn't know what I was doing when I got right. there. Like, what am I doing? Am I, I don't know. So, um, just started researching airbnbs and hotels and just freaking out all over the place and it wasn't until i like stepped off the plane in la got into my rental car and started driving i was like holy effing s <laughs> this is the best thing ever i don't know why i was afraid to do this and it was the best trip of my entire life <laughs> i love traveling by myself now which which like i i've traveled by myself a lot but that was always for a class yeah. and like a purpose and a reason. And this was just to like get in touch with myself and and see how the universe wants to play with me. Right. And it was so phenomenal. I would recommend it to anybody. <laughs> so awesome. But yeah. it was scary. It was scary. But showing up and doing it was saying yes and mm -hmm. saying yes to so many opportunities that literally flooded in every You had something to do, something, yeah. someone amazing to meet, mm -hmm. something beautiful to see mm -hmm. every single second of every single yeah. day yeah in a way that was not overwhelming but in a way that was not taxing mm -hmm. it was like the most enjoyable thing that was just mm -hmm. totally unplanned mm -hmm. and yet completely planned for you yeah yeah that's a good way of putting it 
It was so awesome. <laughs> What's something else that you had to do that was scary? Some, like, another scary action. Oh. Um, <laughs> can you think of one? Yeah. What? <laughs> I can think of them. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot. I do have a lot. Um, definitely coming out to the world as this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's something that I never saw myself doing. And I, w- <laughs> I love when you say that, by the way, because I'm like, that means that you're doing it. Whenever you say things like, I never saw myself doing this. <laughs> or like, I just am not the kind of person that would do this. I'm like, oh, so that's what you are. Got well, it. I'm still like shedding my old skin. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very hard for me to like transition into this world where I still have aspects of myself, of the old me, you know, that keep, you know, knocking on my door and be like, what the heck are you doing? Like, this is so not what you have defined yourself as. Right. But then there's another higher aspect of me that is like, this is who you really are and this is what you've always been and Mm -hmm. you have denied it from, like, completely shut it out because of society. Right. But... Yeah, so that is, like, a huge, it's been a huge scary Mm -hmm. thing. But it also is amazing the amount of people out there who are so interested in this and 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 really by it. And, yeah, and are getting helped by by this, you know, um, type of work that we're doing. And even though it is so different and easy to judge as, like, frou-frou stuff, it's so scientific at the same time and works so well. Mm -hmm. That I'm like, I can't imagine doing anything else now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So many thoughts just went through my head oh. when you were saying that. First of all, I totally connect with the part of it being difficult to shed old, to step into new. Mm-hmm. It's difficult, but at the same time, freeing. the more that you do it, right, it's totally freeing. It, like, keeps you in line with the flow, Mm -hmm. making other things a lot easier, and it's also a lot more joyful to be who you are, and to be who you want to be, and to do the things that you want to do, and to be around the people that you want to be around, Mm -hmm. and for that to truly be what you want, not what other people want for you, Mm -hmm. and so a lot of, oftentimes when I'm coaching people, and there's a disconnect between what they're doing and what they want to be doing, Mm -hmm they oftentimes don't even know what they want to be doing. And it's my number one thing, and I say this all the time, people get sick of me saying this, and I think that I say it all the time as a reminder to myself Mm -hmm. that spending time alone, spending time in nature, spending time doing something creative outside of your business or outside of what you're being paid to do. So even if you're being paid to be an artist, Mm -hmm. doing something creative which doesn't even have to be creative or, or artistic, keeps you inspired. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I feel like my life is pretty creative. I feel like I have a lot of yeah. my hands in a lot of things that mm-hmm. would be seemingly creative, but um, doing things, and I guess maybe creative for is no the right purpose. Term. Right, for no yeah. purpose. Yeah. Other like, than joy. No agenda. Yeah. Like just for fun. Yeah. Is so important for tuning into yourself, which is another reason why your trip was probably so much fun because every single thing that you did was just about joy. Mm-hmm. And I got away from, not that I have so many people in my life telling me what to do, but you get 
outside of yourself a little bit and outside of who you're always surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of lose the touch with yourself of, you know, is this what I want? Is this what people have defined me as or mm-hmm. see me as? You know, what role have I played in them having that definition of me? Right. And how can I shift that if I want to be something different mm-hmm. and want others to accept that? Mm-hmm. So really getting out into nature and and just in a place that was so invigorating to me, it really got me back in touch with myself and what it is that I want and and trusting myself and just so many things were so amazing about that. Just getting back in touch with myself. Mm-hmm. Like meditating in the morning in my Airbnb, looking <laughs> above all of Beverly Hills. It was just the best thing it's ever. So cute. It was so awesome. It's because I'm brought back to that place and my smile is like from ear to ear right now. Yeah, I know. I look like a weirdo. <laughs> well, I also think it's really cute that that was the first time that you had heard of Airbnb. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm one of those. I'm half alien. What do you expect? I know. There are only so many things that it's you can like, integrate from the human field. I understand. I yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so another aspect of what Amberly and I do, obviously both of us are coaching regularly and doing a lot of consulting over the phone, And but a lot of the energy work, and of course you can find energy practitioners where you live, but a big part of energy work and doing it regularly is that when someone can purely, without their ego attached, access your energy field, there's a lot of information about who you are underlying Um, what you seem to be. And so when someone accesses that purely unique individual energy field, everything else that's not a part of that can be released. So a lot of sessions involve people crying. A lot of sessions involve people going back into memories and situations that have maybe shifted them away from who they are. So just know that if there's something that we talked about today or something that we brought up that is ringing true to you or something that you're finding difficulty with, always try to find a way to reach out to us, whether through email or through Instagram or just scheduling a coaching session with us or if you're in New Orleans or any of the places that we're visiting doing healing sessions. We are doing a ton of energy healing sessions around the United States. Yeah. We're going on tour, basically. (laughs) Basically. Okay, so if you, um, or if you have recommendations of where to go. Yeah, um, to give other people. Yeah. We just want to create a community of people who are inspiring other people to do things that they want to do, to be who they truly are, to shed the difficult aspects of life, and to just be in states of joy. And some people aren't as fortunate enough as, as I am to have friends like Amberly and the support system that I have around me. And so let's be that for one another, you know? That's what the internet is for, honestly. I I read... It's not for porn? It's not for porn. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> um, it's truly, and I actually read this. The internet is... Someone described it so beautifully. The internet is a, a connection that we've always had mm-hmm. created through science. So we've always had this connection, this very 
innate and clear and constant connection with one another that we don't often tap into. Um, reconnection is ringing a bell right yeah. now. But it was created to provide access to one another and to connect with one another. And information. And too. information. Yeah. So let's use it to, to provide some sort of support and, and connection through whatever medium works best for you. We are always here for you and happy to help. So It takes a village. It takes a village. Mm-hmm. It does. We were meant to live in communities to help one another, to do everything in conjunction with each other, to support, to heal, to um, bring joy, and to be there for one another. So mm-hmm. Elephants in the back. Oh, you I know, love elephants. Did you know that when a, an elephant gives birth, <laughs> I know, I'm like a huge science nerd. You're so cute. Oh, it's, it's pretty I bad. I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I cannot help it. So, according to my calculations, um, <laughs> did you know that, <laughs> and did you know session, uh, <laughs> that elephants, when they give birth, they are surrounded by a bunch of other female elephants that will hold the trunk of the mother and during and stroke her to calm her down during birth. And then they, once she gives birth, they take the baby away from her, wash it up, clean it, and they also like give the mom water Stop. and like fan her and stuff. So, they do like a whole bunch of different things to like calm her down, and then they bring the baby to her. Isn't that so sweet? I knew I love. It's I mean, a I love every group. animal, but it's a collective. It's a collective. Yeah, they're so sweet. They're awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah. How awesome would it be to like give birth with like all of your best friends around you? That's you, what's like, happening. Trust and love. That's yeah. definitely what's happening. I'm actually for me. gonna probably deliver your first yeah. child. Yeah, that's probably gonna happen. And marry me and all those things. Oh yeah, because I can marry people yeah. too. That's so crazy. I never think of that, but I, I can. I can I can marry you. Sure can. Okay. Um I am inspired. I have an amazing Instagram person who brought sorry by the way, if you hear the planes and spaceships around us, we again We're in space. Are in a storage unit at the airport. Um, where we are this just waiting, yeah. <laughs> waiting and waiting, and I'm like, why am I so thirsty? It's because I couldn't bring any water with me. It's yeah. so unnatural. We need to go get that. Everything about airports are unnatural, yeah. but also the fact that we're here is unnatural. Yeah, it's true. I feel like we I have been there. It's it's as though we should not have been allowed in the airport because we have no air confirmations. Neither yeah. one of us <laughs> so got weird. air confirmations on our emails. Yeah. Neither one of us got text updates with which both of us signed up for. Yeah. This is just unreal. I know. It's amazing how we, like, are here right now. Right. It's so weird. It's that, it's like we didn't leave a trail, but we're here. And it's, I'm like, we are actually waiting for our spaceship to just come, pick us up, bring us to Austin, and this is just where we're meeting our people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any other conclusion. So weird. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. So from my friends again, I was suggested this book and from my Instagram friends. It's called Bringers of the Dawn, Teachings from the Pleiadians. 
So I just wanted to finish up this podcast with a reading. I was going to open at a random page and just read one of the pages. Awesome. Yeah. I want you to do that. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. Um, and we have to wrap it up because I'm so thirsty and yeah. about to drink yeah. what's in this vial. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yes. This is page 91. I feel good about that number. Yeah. I'm going to read the whole page. Know that all this information is ingrained with really high frequency information. So even if you don't understand what it's saying, it can be healing or inspiring or... It's the, it's the energy transference anyway. So you could read, read them the phone book, right. which is what the Pleiadians say. Yeah. They could read us the phone book. It's all about the energy transference through our words. And it's kind of automatically downloaded into your body. Yes. So there you go. Okay. Modern technology is one of the biggest weapons of frequency control. You have been sold devices for entertainment and convenience, and they're all involved with frequency control. We recommend strongly that you get rid of your television sets. They are the primary tool used to manipulate your consciousness on a day-to-day basis. This experiment is so finely tuned that you respond subliminally to disease via the television. So there is an entire generation that is killing itself by watching television and supporting the medical society while they are doing it. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I hope I don't get killed. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes liberating information is broadcast, perhaps even a new age show. However, you may watch such, such a television show about how uplifted and unlimited you can be while subliminally you're being hit with a frequency that keeps you from original thinking. This subliminal keeps you immobilized and holds you in the survive, arrive, be on time, be silent, go to work, society. Television also promotes inactivity and a sedentary, obese life. Look around you. Wake up, humans. Most of the subliminals on television are done through technology that was developed in conjunction with off-planetary beings. The use of subliminals to upset human consciousness has become a worldwide program. If you think about the houses that have two, three, and four televisions in them, you must agree that this has been a very successful marketing program. Some people who know about the subliminals on television feel that they are immune to them. However, the effects of television are so permeating that no matter how clear you say you are going to be, you cannot counterbalance what the technology is presently doing to your vibrational frequency. We have said that there are entities who feed off your emotional bodies. Think about what a clever tool television is for them. All over the world, billions of humans are emitting emotional juices into the atmosphere based upon what they are watching on the television. They don't have to do, have to have too many wars anymore to get you all riled up. They can simply make movies. People who need to watch television are not tapping into the wealth of information within their minds and immediately accessible all around them. As a matter of fact, if you really want to evolve, do not read your newspapers, do not listen to the radio, and do not watch television. If you are able to be media-free for periods of time and you disengage yourself from the frequency of chaos and anxiety and stress and hustle and bustle and temptations of all kinds that you don't need, you begin to get clear. You begin to listen to what is going on inside of yourself and to live in the world and not necessarily be lost in it. You become clear. We cannot emphasize this enough. That is so interesting because I have not watched the news in years. 
I don't watch TV, really. I don't watch the news. I watch some if, TV. If I watch TV, it's Housewives <laughs> or Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> if I watch TV, it's either Housewives or Marcella or yeah. some other, like, some, like really, really yeah. psychotic something. Yeah, you are... You are a little, like, cryptic. Cryptic and psychotic. It's probably some of your past lives. Yeah. Uh, but I like it sometimes. But yeah. but I do think that that message is incredibly important because it, at least at least I do it with some sort of an awareness. Right. I know that my, my dreams are tainted by the things that I watch. I know that my frequency is tainted by the things that I watch. I do feel differently internally when I watch these things. And so I always do try to bring some mindfulness into, like, the next mm-hmm. day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not – this message is just to bring awareness. It's not yeah. saying you have to constantly do something or not watch or not do something. So Right. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It's not like you never can watch the news or never can watch TV ever again. But, um, yeah, do it with awareness. Mm-hmm. That is definitely – I feel the same way. I feel like – I will, when I watch Housewives or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. I can definitely remove myself from it mm-hmm. and and not get emotionally brought into it, where sometimes if I'm just kind of like not being aware, yeah, I am holding my breath and I don't realize <laughs> it until they go to commercial and I'm like, gosh, I haven't like breathed because they're in the middle of a fight right. and I'm like, this cannot be good for my health. So then I have to take a few breaths and I'm like, ooh, that was intense you know and it is it is what you just read is so true Mm -hmm. it is really true um but yeah just be mindful of it yeah so that was a message from the Pleiadians I'll read a page for I don't know I hate making promises like that because I'm not good at programming or scheduling we we live in the flow too much yeah yeah there's nothing whatever's gonna happen regularly for me yes kind of like this this whirlwind of a trip yeah. So, if anyone hears this message before Monday, we will, no, before Wednesday, we, Amberly and I will be in Austin doing energy healing sessions. On August 24th. On yeah. August 24th. We have approximately one session left. Yeah. And we're going to give it to a podcaster. We saved a special spot for a podcaster. So, reach out to me, Sheena, at rawrepublicjuice.com. We'll book your appointment. It's going to be amazing. It's from a downtown location, and we will email you the specifics about the locations on Monday. But we are wishing ourselves luck on this weekend with Dr. Eric Pearl and the Reconnection. We are so excited, and if no one hears from us ever again, please know that we disappeared from Terminal B12 at (laughs) MSY, New Orleans Airport. Until next time, guys. We love you. Love you.